Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. You really adopted the dark. I was born in it. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bazinga. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and be slow. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And we're recording. Welcome to uh, the uh, Mount Geekmore podcast, your favorite podcast where we like to talk about, debate, and argue your favorite, your Mount Rushmore top four uh, of your favorite pop culture subjects. Uh, today's pop culture subject is uh, one near and dear to a couple of people's hearts on this chat. Uh, it is our favorite Nick Cage movies, uh, Nicholas Cage movies. Uh, I am Nary Science. With me as usual is Jeff. Hello. And we have David. What's up? Uh, whoa, he didn't whoa. do a howdy. Oh, shit. Didn't do a howdy. I've been drinking for too long. Oh, oh. man. He well, went, what's up? Wow. Cheers to that, my no. friend. And we have the Bona. drink. We have Daniel the Bona. How many episodes? Like 150 episodes straight. Hey, howdy. Salute, my friend. There you go. Uh, all right, and uh, so this is uh, our Nick Cage episode. Uh, this is one of the episodes, this is one of the topics that are, I guess, um, how, how would I say this, Demona? Uh, how would I? Godfather. The godfather of this uh, podcast, which is the Mount Rushmore podcast. Um, they did this topic before. This is kind of the reason why I wanted to stay away from it. Uh, and then it got, we've been doing this now three years, and I was like, I think we did do it. And I was, I was confusing with Mount Rushmore. So welcome to those uh, who are listening. How did you guys come up with your list? Uh, I guess I'll start. Um, well, let's go in order from my screen, just so I keep, keep in mind the order. So we're gonna go. We're gonna start with David, and then go uh, counterclockwise. So, David, how did you come up with okay. your list? Uh, okay, so I I figured there were two different ways that I can do this. I can either go based on Nick Cage's performance in the movie alone, or I can go based on the movie as a whole. And I decided to go with favorite Nick Cage movie, the whole package. So uh, whether or not he is at his peak Nick Cage-iness or whether he is more subdued, uh, these are movies that I genuinely enjoy and, and love watching because I think that they are um, really enjoyable movies. Uh, even though his performances may be you know, spectacular and very Nick cage in some of them, uh, to me, it, it's not so much about the performance. There are some performances that are more over the top. And, and more fantastical, but it, it's about the movie. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're going to go with about the movie. So audience members, when you're judging Dave's list, remember, judge based upon the movie uh, that he's going with. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, uh, Jeff, what, what? how did you make your selection? Um, so mine's very similar um, to Dave, except for whatever that ridiculous thing was about the movie. But, uh, no, <laughs> you know, except for like the whole premise of everything he said, like, <laughs> yeah, just the main premise of it. Um, it's, it's pretty much my favorite Nick Cage, um, movies. Um, I made one rule for myself. He had to be one of the main characters in the movie. Um, uh, so okay. you won't see w one movie that would make my mountain into the spider verse on here because he's not a main character in that movie. Right. Um, but it would easily make my mountain because I absolutely love that movie. Um, but 
that's kind of where I went at. But it's just my personal favorites. Um, there's one that hurt because it was in my top four up until another movie came out and it got bumped. But I am we'll, we'll get to that. But we'll, we'll it, get to um, Ghost Rider too, buddy. Don't you worry about it. Oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, Debona, how did how did you make your selection, man? So the beauty of a the, of a Nick Cage list is you've got. Uh, really in Nick Cage's career, you got two distinct types of things, right? You got Nick Cage movies when it comes to, you got Nick Cage movies that are good movies, right? That are your high quality movies. Right. And then you've got Nick Cage movies where he's just kind of batshit insane and, you know, weird things fall into place and they're just a ton of fun to watch. My list is B. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> my, my, my favorite Nick Cage is, over the top Nick Cage, uh, just everything's kind of ridiculous. Uh, I really do enjoy. I'm not going to call out some of the movies that didn't make my list in case they're on other people's, but there, there's a handful that people that I, I'm sure a lot of people automatically think of as being like these top tier Nick Cage films that didn't even make my short list because that's not the type of movies right. that I was looking for. Okay. Um, I did kind of do the same type of thing where he had to be in a starring role. So the one that that eliminated for me was Kick Ass. Yeah. Um, because while he's incredible as Big Daddy, it's not really his movie. Right. Um, and so that is so kick ass didn't make my list because of that. But um, I've got I've just I've got a list of movies where if I were just going to sit down and like drink and eat snack food all day, it's like these are four movies that are going to keep you thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. So like uh, in other words, uh, there are Nick Cage, good Nick Cage movies, and then there are I got to pay the rent on this castle. I got to pay. Right. The, I got to pay right. the mortgage on this castle that I bought, and, and you're gonna go well, with the, then, bill, the bill collector. You're going with that. You're going with those movies. Well, and but the, there's see, there's also like this weird nebulous space, which are these are not good movies, but they're fun to watch. Right. Right. Like, like I, you know, there's 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 bad ones. There's bad ones. I don't know if it, uh, season of the witch. You know, like there's there's bad ones. USS Indianapolis. <laughs> right. there's, there's, yeah, I wish I was eaten by the sharks after one. Yeah. There's, there's good ones, you know, that like I said, if, if that's the theme you went with, mine are all in that nebulous space of these are kind of good, bad movies. God damn it, he's going to talk about knowing. <laughs> all right. Uh, I Listen, uh, no, I, I, I am a... Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, I'm a big fan of Nick Cage uh, when he was doing good movies. It seems like he hasn't done a good movie in a long time. Uh, I am for a big that eight years. Yeah, I, I, I am a big fan of. Um, That's the, not true. That's not true. He's done some good movies, man. No, nah, you, you can't count Spider Verse because we talked about that. You can't count that movie because it's not his movie. I'm not, I'm not talking about Spider Verse. Well, then you should be because that's the only one that he's done that's good oh, in the last oh, eight oh, years. Oh, hold up, because we no. don't get. Oh, hold up, because uh, we're going to get this. So listen, oh, I, got one, I got one for that's real. pretty recent. No, no, it's fine. Let's everybody talk during my turn, because it's all right, because it's not, you know, I let everybody else talk. Well, it's fuck me. <laughs> fuck me, guess. I guess it's fuck me turn. That's fine. It was nice for you to let us talk for a change. Yeah. Well, oh, a, oh enjoy it. Oh, my God. Drunk Dave is aggressive. Enjoy. Yeah, he's so aggressive. So aggressive. <laughs> um... But yeah, so I like I really like Nick Cage movies when they were good, and uh, for a long time I feel like he hasn't made a good movie again, like starring role, main character role. Uh, but the ones that I'm a fan of, I'm really a fan of, and then the other ones I'm just like, ah, I don't really. All right. Well, and he's he's been out of the forefront for so long that people forget from like '95 to 2001, Nick Cage was that 
dude. Yeah. Like yeah. he two, was, two, he was always, okay. I mean, just, he was at the <laughs> forefront of just everything for so long. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So let's start off with guys. I messed up though. I did my list on Nicholas Coppola, not Nicholas Cage. Oh, Round four. I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right. What are you got number four? David, what's your number four, man? Uh, My number four is Con Air. (laughs) That is the honorable mention for me that got bumped off my list. Uh, Honorable mention mention on mine as well. Uh, Correct. Also also on mine. Uh, honorable mention for you? Yeah, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Oh, honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I um, Con Air's the the kind of movie that I I found on TV all the time back in like the mid to late nineties, and it was whenever it was on, I had to stop and watch it, no matter what point in the movie it was on. Yeah, of course. And you've got such an amazing performance. Now, this this is a movie where the performance is not just his. Right. Oh, yeah. But uh, oh my God, everybody. John Malkovich in this. Oh, John Malkovich is. If, if there's someone who can out Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, it's Cyrus it's, the goddamn virus. Cyrus, yeah. <laughs> He's so awesome. He's so awesome. I mean, the the the, the premise behind the movie is absolutely ridiculous. You have to kind of accept that going into the movie. The hair is beautiful. Uh, I don't but, think but, that the premise is that ridiculous. Out of all the Nick Cage premises, this one is kind of solid. It's just well, a tra- it's, it's, just a, it's not just, wrong. It's just an air transport. It's it's not the craziest, most ridiculous I'm, I'm premise. About, we have federal prisons in Alabama. There's no reason for him to have not been in prison right here. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean like like why he was in prison in the first place. Whoa, whoa, yeah, that's so loud. I did absolutely nothing. I'm there sorry. we go. You're back to normal. You're back to normal now. This is the, the same level I've been talking all night. Oh, that got loud real fast. I know what the fuck you did, bro. Three of us <laughs> literally yeah, backed away from our phones. We're like, oh my God. You saw the three people that moved away quicker. Yeah, I know. I saw it. I saw it. I believe. That was um, Cyrus Grissom. <laughs> um, no, you, the, like right from the beginning, like he would, he would not have gone away if it was self-defense. You know, so you, you kind of have to accept that it's kind of like a like a cockamamie uh, plot device to get him, you know, into prison and onto the plane. But but it, once you accept that, it's just like it's a. But sir, he's a lethal weapon. He's a trained lethal weapon. <laughs> <laughs> that brings a line from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, man, you kill somebody is. Go to jail. <laughs> yeah, everybody goes to jail if you kill somebody in a fight. It's called yeah. manslaughter. But you, <laughs> you, you've got Johnny, Johnny, uh, Johnny six hundred uh, or Johnny twenty three. Johnny twenty, Danny Trejo, uh, Steve Buscemi as the the like the, the serial killer, like, the Hannibal Lecter guy, Hannibal Lecter guy. Yeah, Bubba's in it. Ving yep. Rhames. Ving Rhames is in it. Yeah. Yep. It's. Uh, it's 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 just it's and it's it's so much fun to watch. Like it's yep. it's just relentless and being full of fun things to watch. And uh, John Cusack puts on this great performance. It's <laughs> just like the the nerdy guy who was just supposed to you know it was his plane, and right. that's the only reason he was involved. John Cusack playing a nerdy guy is like right for him. So it's nice to see him in a different kind of role. 
And uh, it's it, yeah, no, that was uh, the re- the reason that that one's not on my list is there's a series of movies from the late '90s that I consider a spiritual trilogy, and that's not the one of those three that I went with. Yeah, that's actually a, a good point. First of all, Dave, do you have any headphones, dude? Because you're now sounding like you're far away. At least to me, you are. You don't. Have- yeah, you sound like you're far away now. Better? No. Mm. No, it's not as good as it was. Yeah, you we started off strong and then. That- no. That's that actually, actually, that actually got worse. How close that actually got yeah. worse. Okay. Now right. visually it hurts. <laughs> um, uh, no, the, the headphones I have have the the, the lightning plug, um, the, <laughs> and they don't, they don't go into my Surface Pro. Oh. I tried. Uh, that's but, that 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 distance right there. That's that seems to be prime right where you are now. Just don't move for the rest of the. I, won't, I won't move. Right. <laughs> uh, but out to 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 uh to the bonus point. Uh, I agree. There are the reason Connor didn't make my list is because I only I only went with one of the picks. It's basically the same movie. And kind of a yeah. different, and kind of a different uh, wrapping. Like they gift wrapped it us th- uh, uh, the same movie three different ways, and I'm like, oh, but it's the same movie. And I went with a stronger <laughs> one of those of those movies. Uh, but it's not and a I, bad movie, Conner. I love Conner. I watched it. I right, love that movie. Probably. I'm a willing year to ago. bet we're talking about the same three movies. And yeah, yeah Conner is not, not yeah. the one that made my list of those three. Correct. It, it's, in, and the soundtrack is just fantastic for that movie. I mean, that How that summer. I without <laughs> you. Oh I want God. to know. Ah, Humminbird. <laughs> he gave us one of the greatest, one of the greatest Nick Cage gifts of all time. Give me oh, yeah. my bunny. I'm getting down the, put the bunny. Put the bunny down. Put the bunny back in the box. Oh, that accent. Oh, dude, I got to tell you, I live with bad Alabama accents, and that's the worst. <laughs> is that an actual Alabama accent? Like, is that because uh, to us, it's like, no. to us, it's a caricature. Like, I don't. It's dude. If, even if you're from Alabama, it's like it's one time Nick Cage met one guy from the south and was like, "I'm gonna try to sound like That'll this do. guy I met named Billy once." Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. That's, that works. And then see, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I've been to. There are times where I've been to. I remember my wife. My wife is Italian. We went to an Italian restaurant one time, and it was like a real fancy Italian restaurant. And the waiter was speaking like like. Italian is doing the movies. I'm like, hey, so what's your leg? Eh? And I'm like, oh my god, he's fucking doing it. He's fucking doing it. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a thing. But apparently, yeah, that's a fucking. So I was at, That's why I was asking if the Alabama thing is a thing. Um, and can yeah. we talk about the fact of some some of the other amazing lines? Like when he's meeting with Larkin with with Junkies. Like he's like, there's only two men I trust. One's me. The other isn't you. Like I'm like, <laughs> like what? And then at the end, it's like, there's three men I trust now. (laughs) It's just, it's such a fun ride from just beginning to end from everything that happens. I I love, I love Gunner. Am I the only one that, am I the only one that I watched that scene and I was like, who's the fucking other guy? Who's the other guy? I don't know who the other guy is. I'm done. I don't know who the other guy is. You're like the dog who's like, so who's a good boy? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. <laughs> is it, is it, is it me? Correct. <laughs> uh, so Connor uh, uh, is a solid pick. Um, Jeff, what is your number four? Um, so my number four, it, it kind of fits perfectly with Nicolas Cage. This is the movie that got bumped, and this is where I said 2004, Um It because it also fits with what Nick Cage actually is. And uh, my number four is National Treasure. Oh, so good. Um, Which one? I, the first one. Okay. Yeah. So steal the Constitution, not kidnap the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Declaration of Independence, not In the Deco- president. Yeah, Declaration of Independence. Um, <laughs> I wrote National <laughs> Constitution because you motherfuckers are saying Constitution. <laughs> so I wrote down National Constitution. Treasure. So, this movie it was it was such a it was kind of a departure from him because all those there was that that from 96 to like this movie he did those stuff we'll talk about later but (laughs) it's kind of a departure of the Nicolas Cage from those movies this was actually a Disney it it was originally supposed to go under another studio's head headline but then they switched it to Disney after they realized it was more family friendly probably either touchstone or hollywood or something yeah i I can't remember what which one it was but they um there's just something as a history i was a history major in college this you know this resonated with me i love the conspiracy theories i love all that that weird you know like oh the masons and the you know secret codes and all that like i i love that shit and it was just a nice change of pace to see nick cage like he still had his moments in the movie but it was. It, I love these adventure. Like it was like a. I don't take get offended, Dave. If this is, it is not meant as offensive, but it's very Indiana Jones like the movie. No, I, and you know that's the feel that I got when I watched it too. I thought it was like, uh, like an updating of the classic Indiana Jones adventure movie. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was like Indiana Jones, but good. So yeah, I definitely I could see that. <laughs> uh, I, I got. Neary <laughs> needed more Nazis, less Nazis, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I, like I, I like what you're saying. I like I like I like where you're going with this because the national church again. I'm a, I'm a history buff. I didn't go to school for it because I didn't go to school for shit. But uh, I did. <laughs> I, I've always been a fan of history and especially American history, specific, specifically American history. And I, I I dug this movie, man. It was it was great. And I believed all of that shit. I'm like, yeah, that could be real. That's real. Yeah, that's fine. That, that seems right. Yeah, that seems right. It was all plausible. Yeah, this is. This is uh, this is one of the ones that, that I like a lot. I'll watch National Treasure anytime it's on TV. Uh, but it didn't make my list because, like I said, that falls into like the actually kind of right. good like movies. Right. You know, right. like I'm like, eh, this isn't what this is about. But I do, I love it. It's it, uh, I just I love how sometimes it's really simple. Like maybe there's something written in hidden ink on the Declaration, and sometimes it's like maybe there's a switch under this rock that crumbles away half of Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Well, that was part two, sir. That was part two. And, it's oh, a different okay. film, sir. And, uh, Sean Bean was in this one too, Mr. Yeah. Sean Bean. You know, and I think he got arrested. He didn't, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the movie in a bit, but I don't remember if he died or he got arrested. I think. I don't think he died. I don't think he died in it. He was left trapped in the in the elevator, I think. Yeah. But um, the, the so the original movie was originally supposed to be like four hours long, and I would love to see that director's cut to see what else they, they actually like took out of there um but it was it the more like when i would when i was reading up on the movie like there's a lot of little cool like things that the directors did for example i don't know if disney has to deal with google but all the good guys use google in the movie and all the bad guys use yahoo search engines <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> yeah and then um it would be so, great if they, if they were using ask jeeves <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> And then um, whenever the bad guys were, when they were showing the bad guys planning the, you know, to, to take the Declaration of Independence also, they actually were the building they showed from the outside of the Watergate Hotel. Oh, really? So it's kind of interesting. I didn't think I realized that. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think it's a fun movie. It, it, it's one of those movies that, like, my kid will say, I can watch it with, with my son, my six-year-old, and he doesn't fully understand it, but he appreciates it. Um, and, and it's just, the humor's there, because um, him with Riley, with his 
Like his under- John Voight's there. John Voight is his dad. <laughs> Diane um, Kruger is like Diane Kruger, who is yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great movie. I think it's a fun movie. It's, it's the least cagey of the rest of my picks. Yeah. But, um, but I, I, it knocked off Con Air, which Con Air was when we joked about this. I was talking to Dave last week, and before we even decided we were going to do the mountain, I, I was joking. I was like, oh, yeah, Con Air's on my list. Like it's there already. And then I thought about it, and I was like, mm, this movie, I actually love it as a whole more. It's so, interesting because I was my number four. I was between Con Air and National Treasure, and I went with Con Air. So I'm glad that we kind of did this so that you know, <laughs> both of them make uh, you know get get to be talked about. So good. So National Treasure is my number four. Nice. All right, the uh, Bono. What's your number four, man? All right. So my number four is uh, proof positive that I am in no way trying to get any sort of perfect mountain. This is a movie that I absolutely love. I actually saw it in theaters in 3D twice because I love this damn movie so much. It is absolutely probably one of the worst films that Nick Cage has ever done as far as not being a good movie, but it is so much fun to watch. 2011's Drive Angry. Love that fucking movie, thing. dude. You didn't table? I fucking love. No, I did it. I did it, man. Because let me tell you, first of all, I, it's so funny because I was jokingly going to say that it's my number four just to piss you guys off because I know Jeff and Dave hate that movie. But I yeah, fucking love fucking that ridiculous. movie, dude. Oh, okay. It's legit. So I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I think it's a fucking uh, great why, ride, that's dude. That's why I don't like it is because Neary sold it to me like it was like uh, an ama- and I right. like bad movies. I'm known yeah. to love bad movies. And I was like, dude, this is a little much. So if there's anybody great. listening who's unfamiliar with Drive Angry, Nicolas Cage. Stop listening John right Nelson. now and go fucking watch Drive Angry. <laughs> uh, Nicolas Cage what Nelson, you have to do? John Milton, which is already awesome. Right. Yeah. So um, he's dead and he's in hell because he was not a good guy. And he finds out that um, a cult leader has killed his daughter and kidnapped his granddaughter and is going to kill his granddaughter in a ritual that is going to unleash hell on earth. So he literally steals a Dodge Charger from Satan, mm. a gun called mm. the God Killer, ah. drives that motherfucker back to earth to stop them from killing his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and that's not even that's just the crazy premise the actual <laughs> action scenes and everything that happens are even more over the top there's nicholas cage is dodging axes that are thrown at him he's driving cars through flaming pentagrams he is I'm, driving angry he, the whole fucking thing it's just got it all I, bro I'm not making any of this up. At one point, there's a fight scene where he doesn't stop having sex while funny. he's fighting. He's just swinging this woman around. <laughs> he's just he's got that he, damn machine away from him. He's got her up, like her legs wrapped around him, just on his Johnson, just flinging her around. Just doesn't even quit fucking. And and what year was this? Dodgy, 2011. So they, so they did steal it from shoot 'em up. 
Because I told Neri, I was like, that sex scene, they did that in Shoot 'em Up, which that's a, another that's ridiculous a much movie. better movie. Shoot 'em Up yeah. is but fucking it's, garbage, dude. It's, it's, it's absolutely nuts. And I've got to imagine that when they came up with the idea for this movie, which, by the way, was a huge box office flop, it barely made back what? 50% of its budget. Wow. Um, this is. <laughs> you go to hell, Debona. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to imagine that when they made this movie, there was one guy, right, who's like, look. I got a hundred million dollars. I'll give you fifty to make this movie, only if Nick Cage does. Like, <laughs> and I kind of liked Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's absolutely ridiculous, but it is so much fun to watch. Like I said, I've actually I, I got drunk and saw it in theaters twice. Dude, <laughs> in 3D, I, I in wish 3D both. Times. I wish I the reason I saw this movie is because I I was I had a day job like a real job job once and. Uh, I was new in a department, and the guy that was training me, he was talking about, like, he was, oh, you like movies? And I go, yeah, I like movies. And we started talking about movies. And then he talked, he talked about Drive Angry, and I go, nah, it's fucking, like, I never, I had never seen it, and I just judged it based upon, you know, just by the, I don't know what the fuck, the trailer, the commercial, whatever, and all like that. And then he gave it to me, he goes, dude, it's actually not bad. It's actually, it's like, you watch it. And so I, he lent me the DVD, the Blu-ray, and I watched it, and I was like, holy fuck, this movie is actually good. And when I gave it back to him, I go, bro, this movie's actually good he goes right i go yeah and that's really how i, I and that's how i meant to sell it to these guys i'm like the movie's actually not bad it's not fucking the worst thing in the world i i, I liked it i had a lot of fun with it i thought it, i thought it was fucking great man i i love the premise i do like the premise oh yeah I do yeah like, yeah i do like the premise that he is um that the guy who's chasing him who, who's uh chasing him to get him back into into uh into hell I like the way they they kind of they kind of uh, uh, explained the way hell is like hell is just basically a prison for bad souls and the devil Satan is just a warden he's not really like the fucking most evil thing in the world he's just a fucking warden to a to, yeah. in a prison he's the a prison car guy. yeah and then and and I love the fact that he was like uh, and he really hates when they do sacrifices in his name because that's not what he's about like I love that whole fucking like oh what if hell was a fucking just a prison for bad souls and saying really isn't the fucking bad guy he's just really the warden of a bad place i guess i thought it was you fucking great. really watch lucifer if, if that's your mentality i know it's i'm quick tangent watch you should watch lucifer on fox because that's the same exact way they explain it right well, is that Luc that do lucifer they have nicholas cage tired of no <laughs> all right it has tom welling though smallville no, no, you don't have to tell me where he's from, sir. You don't have to tell me yeah. where he's from. He's from also he story. could also be seen on not my not wall either. in a poster and on my ceiling. He could also be seen there, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, as as absolutely insane as it is, uh, my number four is Drive Angry because it's just hard to have more fun than watching that. Movie. I fucking love it, man. I love that pick. I lo I was I was I thought I was gonna hate all your picks, and I don't so far. No. You 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 know what, Zabona? When you said you saw it in theaters twice, it was not the movie I thought you were gonna go. Oh, with. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, my it's number four uh, is uh, kind of under the radar for Nick Cage in a lot of ways, both box office, both name recognition, and his performance. He he is very not Nick Cage in this movie, uh, and so my number four is Lord of War. Uh, the uh, 2005 oh, okay. Lord of War movie. Uh, he plays a warlord. He plays basically he plays an arms dealer, and one of the uh, one of the guys that he sells 
uh, weapons to um, is a uh, African, one of those like uh, real bad dudes from Africa that gets ch- kids to fucking fight in his in his war and shit. And he doesn't speak English correctly, so he he keeps flip flopping phrases. And he's the one that calls him Lord of War. And he goes, "Oh, you mean Warlord?" He goes, "No, nah, I like mine better." And that's how they come up with Lord. But he's he's a he's a um he's an arms dealer that sells to everybody. Uh, Jared Leto plays his, his younger brother. That's, I was gonna ask you. I thought it was Jared Leto was in there. Jared Leto plays his younger brother, and it's fucking great on all accounts. Um, this chick, and I forget his her name. This actress, she plays his wife. Is a Bridget fuck, Monaghan is such a smoke show, dude. She's such Ms. a ex Tom Brady. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Uh, such a fucking. I think she's hotter than 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 Giselle, in my opinion. That's just me, yeah, but uh, I think she's hotter than Tom Brady. Don't, don't get crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me know when Brigitte fucking wins fucking six Super Bowls. Then we'll fucking start talking about who's fucking hotter. Uh, uh, no, no, but um, I, I, she's a smoke show. She's in this movie. She, I like her in everything she's in. Um, but uh, this this movie's just fucking fantastic. He plays a really low key, really like he doesn't play fucking crazy guy. He doesn't um, the the I, I don't know he's who. Not, do. He's not Nick Cage enough for me. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say he, it's not Nick Cage. But it's a really good. This falls more into the David category, where the movie's really well done and the movie's great. Uh, it's not Nick Cage at all. In fact, uh, I would go as far as saying this is why it's my number four because I think it's a better film than the some of my other uh, movies on my list. However. I feel as if you could plug and play a lot of other actors in this movie and it not miss a beat. That's how good the movie is. However, it does it also lessens it as a quote unquote Nick Cage movie. But I think the movie's fantastic. Great story. Great. I mean, fucking great, man. I I love this movie. So a lot. all card, all cards on the table. When you first started talking about it, I was trying to figure out um, why I didn't realize Nick Cage was in that movie, and then I realized it's because I thought you were talking about War Dogs. Oh, War Dogs oh, is good wow. too. That's a fucking good movie. Yeah, too. and I was like. No, that is a good movie, but was Nick Cage in that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, but I can see the resemblance in both those films. I can see the resemblance in, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Lord of War. Uh, little again, okay. it flies under every like all everybody on uh, on social media that's giving um, that's giving out a list. This is not making anybody's list, so I'm fully aware of that. But I remember watching this movie uh, much more. And then if you have it on your list, don't mention. I doubt anybody will have this movie on their list. But much like. Uh, the weatherman it's really like a good film that just nobody saw and and i'm i'm totally okay with that but uh that's why i had to put it at my number four so uh my number four is lord of war from 2005 i won't knock it i've actually that's the i've never heard any positive or negative reviews about that movie so now i actually have a reason to consider watching it because the truth is i just never even heard anybody talk about it as like and a movie that's that they watched I've never, or something that they like. I've never met anybody else who's watched this movie. I've never met anybody else who's told me, yeah, I watched the movie, let's talk about it. I hated it or loved it, whatever. Like, I've never heard anybody else talk about this movie. Whenever I've brought up this movie, not that it doesn't happen often, but whenever I've brought up the movie, they're like, which one is that? And I'm like, uh, never mind. That's fine. That's <laughs> fine. But yeah, so that's my number four. And I, and I went with it. The, the, one of the reasons why one on my list, because there's other movies that I liked better than that movie more so than lord of war however i feel like if i don't talk about it now nobody's ever going to hear about it so that's there what you i want to talk about so bad reason to so number fours are four man so number fours are con air national treasure drive angry and lord of war round Not one duplicate. three is a magic number 
Yes, it is. All right, getting to the fun. All right, Dave, what do we got for number three, brother? Uh, uh, my number three is uh, actually one from last year, and uh, it is it's, it's, it's one that I saw today. All right, it's one called Color Out of Space. This movie. No, is no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I'm sure it's. I, I, I did, I've never oh, even heard of it. Like, oh, man, I, didn't, I didn't know you saw this. Movie. No, no, I never heard of it. I never. I was just fucking around. I was just fucking. I never heard of it. I've never even. Was it color of what? Color of space. Color out of space. Okay. Color, color of the shape of water. <laughs> uh, oh, don't get me started on that tangent. I <laughs> love that movie. Um, so, co- color out of space is um, is an adaptation of an H.P. Lovecraft story, and. I am a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. Uh, I kind of uh, made amends with the fact that uh, he, he's also a terrible racist <laughs> many years ago. Uh, and and so any time that there is an adaptation of an H.P. Lovecraft story, I kind of go out of my way to, to, to watch it because his, his stories are notoriously unfilmable because they deal with very like esoteric and ethereal concepts how the hell do you film that spell right with nick cage <laughs> well with <laughs> nick cage that's how you do it. exactly so uh this this is a story that has been committed to film i think two or three times before this uh and they were all done in like the the 1950s or 60s and uh i've seen those they don't do it justice uh, because you really do need to get the bonkers performance that you need out of someone like Nick Cage. It also needs to be stupid gory the way that they actually made this movie. So um, it is extremely Nick Cagey at points because when the movie starts out before uh, this meteor from outer space falls into uh, this family's front yard, Wait, what, uh, what now? He, what, what was that? What? A meteor. <laughs> meteor a falls meteor. into somebody's backyard? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I'm Tommy sorry. Chong's in this movie? Yeah. Jeff. And he's fantastic. Jeff, have, have you have you seen the movie? You you That was a prop one that I didn't see coming, and you were like, yeah, of course. Like, you were just like... Mm-hmm. Well, because, well, because he mentioned it to me at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah, uh, okay. No wonder. I was and like, I, how the fuck is that not shocking to, to anybody it. else? All right. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> I, I wasn't able to watch it because it took forever to download, but on my phone, but so, uh, yeah, a meteor falls in this family's front yard. They're, they're living on Nick Cage's father's farm, which he inherited. And, uh, it's never really stated in the, in the movie though. It's been a while since I read the book and I'm pretty sure that it states that they ran into financial trouble. And that's the whole reason why they go to live on this farm. And he spends what little money the family had left, uh, on alpacas thinking that he's going to make, uh, his return on alpacas, calling them the animal of the future, right? So he's already a little Nick Cagey, right? Uh, his wife is suffering from cancer. Uh, the the family's very disconnected. The the son uh, drowns his sorrows uh, with, uh, I guess he doesn't drown him, but he smokes away his problems. Uh, the daughter is, is a Wiccan who uses uh, occult rituals to kind of try to find her purpose 
in her way out of this shitty situation. And they have a really young son who kind of doesn't know how to cope with any of this. And so when this meteor falls, it starts really affecting the whole family and they start, um, and, and they're all affected in different ways. Um, there's really weird sort of like body mutations that happen. Uh, there's, I mean, there's, there's some really genuinely uh, suspenseful and, and, and horror filled moments. Uh, there's no jump scares at all. It's all atmospheric. Uh, and, and it, what, what kind of ties the whole thing together is Nick Cage's performance. I mean, he is just incredible. He's, he's really good at being the kind of like subtle, uh, okay, you know, I'm just kind of trying, uh, you know, he's trying to do everything all together. And, uh, is my, is my speaker not working? You're back now. Oh, yeah, I you're am. back. You, you disappeared for a second. Oh. Nope, you muted. There you go. Nope. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, he... <laughs> Did a meteor hit outside your house? <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta tell you, bro, this sounds like a uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. Yeah. That's, a, that's exactly what it is, man. It, it's so out there, it's so bonkers, and uh, it's, it's Nick Cage's performance that brings it all together, man. Okay. When, when, when he's at his Nick Cagey you know, uh, sort of craziness. It's incredible. And when he's pulling it in and he's more reserved, also incredible. So, uh, there's some really good actors in here. You know, Tommy Chong's in it and he does a great job. Uh, you may laugh about the Tommy Chong thing, but I think he's a great actor. Um, uh, I, whichever Richardson sister, uh, it is that's still alive. Uh, is it, uh, uh, Natasha or. I'm glad you did research. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, well, she, Jolie, Jolie Richardson. <laughs> Jolie, that's the one. Natasha's the one uh, who died in the skiing accident. Um, so yeah, Jolie. Uh, yeah, Jolie Richardson's in it. Uh, great, great movie. Uh, especially if, if you're high. Um, you on know, life, on life, folks. Or on anything, you know. Just go go out in your backyard and pick some mushrooms and sit down and enjoy the movie. All right. Are those the same kind of mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so that's um, Color uh, Out of Space. Um, Jeff? Okay. Could, you could only go up from here, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so now it starts into my caginess uh, uh, list. My number three is the 1997 classic face-off. Ah, uh, a good one. That's part two uh, of the same same movie, different the package. Spiritual trilogy, yeah, yeah. and not when the guys, one that made my list. Correct. When you guys said it, I was like, okay, I know this is one of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, face off. What can I say about this movie face that isn't written off. history? Want to take his face off? <laughs> he says I can eat he, a peach for. He hours. says that he gets uh, he gets recognized. People call him Caster Troy. He says that he gets recognized as Caster Troy more so than any of the movie. This was like ten years ago. Yeah. On an uh, yeah. on an interview in the on the View, and he said that he only played because one of the one of the co one of the co-hosts was like, "I'm sorry." Every like he was talking, and he's like, "She goes, I'm sorry." Like, Every time I, you just look like Caster Troy, <laughs> and said so. <laughs> and he says it's funny. You say that that's the that's the that's the everybody recognizes me most as Castle yeah. Troy and he only played that for like 15 minutes he only played Castle Troy and for that, like, right and, 
and that that's that's the reason like i said of that spiritual children the reason i pulled that one off is because yes nick cage is caster troy if i had a whole movie of caster troy nick cage then that would be the number one for me. But you, oh yeah, you get like fifteen minutes of solid gold, Nicholas Cage in the beginning. Of that thing. <laughs> him, I mean, him, yeah, him he, as a priest the, 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 when he dressed up as a oh priest. Oh, fucking oh, great, with the, man. With the John Woo dog, <laughs> yeah. and, and then the, the and when he when he's on the airplane and he tells the students, he's like, "If I were to buy you, fu- wait, no, if I were to let." You suck my tongue. Would you be grateful? I'm like, yes, yes, she would be grateful, Caster Troy. It's so good. Um, oh, dude, and those those solid gold like 1911. Yes, yes. Oh, now here's the thing: is is it's got him. He you could just get those like 10, 15 minutes of caginess, but him as Sean Archer, like you actually get to kind of see his range as a decent actor when it comes to when he flops, and you get to see John Travolta just have fun in a role like of like I'm not going to give a fuck anymore like I'm just going to have fun and be this sociopath I love this dude playing a dude that looks like a different dude yeah (laughs) and and I mean you you you've got John I mean it's John Woo so the action's on point oh yeah the fight scenes like that scene with them in the and there's there's so much you know symbolism like when they're fighting in the with the mirrors and they both just turn and they're staring at the reflection of their enemy but it's them like it's it's and and the science, I think in 2012, the science actually happened that they did the first successful face swap. So right. they were ahead of their time, uh, much like Demolition Man. Well, there's, um, there's this really incredible scene in Face Off when he first wakes up as Caster Troy and his face has been removed for Sean Archer to wear it. And um, he's sitting there kind of just like buried in the corner of the frame with no skin on his face, yeah. like smoking a cigarette. Oh, God, I love that shit. Well, it's just- fun fact about that is that he was terrified of seeing it, so they, he made John Woo get rid of all the reflective surfaces in the room. Because oh. he felt uncomfortable seeing himself with that face. <laughs> so, like, he, it even got in the cage. Like, he was like, no, 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 I don't want to see that. Um, but... Uh, originally it was supposed to be Arnold and Sylvester Stallone playing Archer and Troy. I would have la- rather really? that. I would have oh, rather that. Great. Yeah, it would have been fantastic. No, I don't I couldn't I couldn't I, I couldn't can't I can't even that. imagine that. Of course, they look exactly the same as each other. They already look so close and like they have each the same other. Personality. <laughs> the one the one <laughs> so what's the, the difference? <laughs> let, let me let me let me not say the one big I mean, obviously there are a lot of issues with completely making somebody look like something else. But the one thing they never explained is John Travolta's got a solid eight inches on Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's you know they it's funny put, uh, in a movie in a movie this re- in a movie this absurd like the 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 premise is already absurd and like I said you you know like David said earlier you gotta when you go into the movie you gotta already come into it like hey man this, it is what it is yeah gotta buy into it but even with that. The one thing that I just again, and I love this movie. I'm not. I just, but it bothers me every time I watch it, and I watch it probably once every couple of years, man. And uh, it just bothers me when um uh cat um what's his name uh John Travolta okay. at, is is in his body is in is in uh, Nick Cage's body John when, Archer when so when he gets oh, to the Nick top Cage. when he gets to the when he gets to the top of the prison 
and it's all it's yeah. an oil rig and it's surrounded by water and then they cut to the next scene and he's in LA and like what the fuck oh, you really that's the fucking laziest you're not even gonna give me some bullshit not even gonna give me a fucking helicopter flying by nothing you're just gonna give me he's wearing metal boots in the middle of the fucking ocean yeah. he doesn't know where he is yet the next scene they just cut to and he's in LA get the fuck I'm like dude so that's not, again I know it's a ridiculous premise and I know it's something yeah. ridiculous to hold on to but I just thought it was lazy but I love that but movie that, does it make you feel better that those boots were from Mario Brothers? <laughs> that does because make more were. sense. That does make more sense now. Because nah, it gives him better. Uh, he, could ju- he could jump higher to hit the bricks. It makes exactly. sense. Exactly. I will admit that uh, that when Nicolas Cage first becomes Sean Archer playing Caster Troy, if you have never seen this movie, this is the most <laughs> confusing conversation ever. But when when he's first when he's in jail, right, and like that, that and he's and he's trying to figure out like how do I how do I be this crazed psycho killer guy, you know? And he starts smashing it in with the lunch tray. And he gets yeah. like the classic Nick Cage face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh, okay, I, I see where you're going with this. Everybody got a light. <laughs> you don't understand. Like I'll quote this movie. I've seen it. It's fucking good, man. It's so, so good. yeah. And I, like I said, I'm with, I'm with Neri, and and I'm sure everybody's put together what the third movie is now. But there's three of them that I feel like is just this one package of great movies. Yeah. Um, from the mid '90s, and it's just the one we haven't talked about yet. Made my list. It was actually but, the, uh, it was actually a bundle in the Walmart. It was actually like, hey, Nick Cage bundle, and it was these three movies in the same DVD. <laughs> the <one disc. laughs> and what's funny? What's funny is so like before they filmed this movie. Nick Nick Cage and John Travolta spent two weeks together, just the two of them, so they could learn how to play each other. Well, they went okay. to, they went to school together. They went to school. They uh, yeah, they did a lot. They were together. They had known each other since they were young actors, broke, and uh, and okay. so they, I remember him. I remember John Travolta talking about Nick Cage in inside the actor studio, and that you know when they were young and they were broke, he gives a good story of like he's like, look, I'm already broke. If I'm only if I only have ten bucks to my to my name, I'd rather I'm gonna I'd rather go to like a French restaurant and order like whatever I can order for those ten bucks and eat something I've never eaten than get like a five dollar burger. Like that doesn't I've already eaten that. So he was giving that example and then he said that to Nick Cage and Nick Cage was like, Yeah, like you ever look at a glass, like a piece of a, a window, like one of the stained glass windows and and he goes on and on about a stained glass window and then John Travolta in the interview goes Nah, I've no, I don't. I've never looked at a piece of glass. <laughs> like, he's just like, I've, I've never looked at a piece of glass. Like, it was like he was too, like Nick Cage out John Travolta, John Travolta. He's like, I, no, you were, no. That's fine. What, what's interesting is if you read into this movie, it's John Woo. So, John Woo always has, as much as he's just an action guy, he has layers to all his movies. And, like, the, the minutest detail, and like, doves. I was, and doves, and doves, and everybody. <laughs> but, like, for example, like, um, Caster Troy's AB. Which is a universal recipient, and and Sean Archer's O, which is a universal donor. Which he was talking about how like that's their characters that Tro- okay. always wants to take from everybody, and mm-hmm. Sean Archer wants to give to everybody and and you know protect everybody and and you know all that stuff. So John Woo goes into these levels that it's just ridiculous, and he fought for that scene, which is one of my favorite scenes in the movie when um, they're at the drug dealers. Uh, apartment with Gina Gershon and the the SWAT team raids in, and they put the headphones on on the kid and he and it's over the rainbow. That was done um, post production because the movie studio did not want to use the music, and he ended up paying for it himself. John Woo, nice. because he said it's going to make this scene perfect, and so he fought for it and paid for it himself when the studio wouldn't do it. 
Um, but I, I love Face Off. I think it's a movie that that I mean to me, like Nier says, he watches every two years. I watch I watch this movie every couple years too. Like, oh, it, yeah. and if it's on, because it, it it never gets old for me. It never gets old. So my oh, number three is Face Off. The, the, we, haven't, his, we haven't repeated yet. His no. daughter is super yeah. hot, by the this way. Crazy. Who, whoever the actress oh, yeah. was that played John Travolta's daughter, yeah. Jesus, yeah. oh my God, how With creepy her. was that when he was fucking hitting face hand when thing. he yeah. was hitting at his daughter? Oh, how creepy was that? That's fucking. He's like smoking, listening to Papa's got a brand new bag. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God, so great! I love that. I love. I love. So great. This is where I learned that when you stab somebody, you twist a knife so it doesn't heal. This is where I, that's the movie yeah. where I learned it. Yeah, yeah. right. So, that's right. Uh, all right, Debono, what do you got for your number three, man? All right, so much in the way that um, I had to choose between Con Air Face Off and the one that's going to be on my list later, um, right in this spot, I narrowed this spot down to two movies that are both kind of thrillers in different ways uh, and decided I was only going to go with one of them. So uh, the one that I went with in this, for the other one that honorable mentions, but the one that I ended up with in this spot is from 1999, the Joel Schumacher film, 8 Millimeters. That's an honorable oh, mention okay. for me. Um, eight millimeter is probably the, well, that's not the tamest uh, cage performance that I have, but it, it's just, it's, it's just a bonkers movie mm-hmm. uh, about a private investigator who gets called on to investigate whether or not this snuff film found in an old man's belongings is real. Right. And that premise and murder, possible murder investigation leads into one of the most bizarre, like mainstream explorations of kink that the world will probably ever see. It see, is ridiculous. My problem like, with this my problem with this movie is that they just every time they were showing uh, they showed enough footage to get me turned on, but they didn't let me finish. And then they would just stop <laughs> with the fucking and I'm like, can you fucking let me finish? Uh go, I'm sorry. He just needed three more seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the absolute depth uh, of like the world that is fetish that this movie dares to dive into is insane. Yeah. Um, and so he ends up in all of these like black market underground fetish porn markets where you can just it's like oh, you if, if you want and this is so this was uh, ninety nine so it was before everybody had high speed internet so it's like. If you wanted to watch a donkey show and couldn't go to Tijuana, then you probably had to find one of these like underground markets to buy it on VHS somewhere. And they start talking about all these things that I ended up doing. (laughs) This is going to sound like I was doing it because I wanted to find this stuff. But I ended up doing a a lot of research into these markets. And some of the things that they would, that they do in this movie where he's like, yeah, people take out wanted ads for like really innocuous things. And there's certain keywords that other people know to look for. Those are like real things. Like Joel yeah. Schumacher actually put the effort into figuring out how this underground world of fetish porn works. Really? You think he, you it, think he found out for this film, not the other way around? Is that yeah. really what you're saying? <laughs> Joel, yeah. sure. was, Joel Schumacher's been hanging out in these markets. He's like, shit, this is make a good movie. Yeah. I <laughs> <There's> <laughs> an excuse research. Really? A fucking sleazy Hollywood producer? You think really like, oh, that's a far fetch for him? Like, uh, but it's a Tuesday for him. And, and so when it starts off, you think you're going to get like this real subdued Nick Cage as a private investigator performance. But by the end of it, he's gone ahead and turned that dial and he's all the way up at 11 and he's pistol whipping people and he's, he's almost killing people and trying to decide if he's going to or not. And it's just 
it's, it's a roller coaster ride of a movie, and it's fucking bizarre. Some of the situations that he ends up in, like, uh, and he gets, tr- he like tells people he wants to like make a hardcore like film to so he can try to find out and investigate him, and it's a trap, and they try to put him in it, and just the whole damn. I movie. remember that scene. Oh, it's just <laughs> insane. <laughs> And it's and but it but I will give credit where credits due. They do a great job of keeping the mystery part of it ramped right. up, where you're never a hundred percent sure until they tell you whether or not the film is real. Because that's the whole thing. It's like, well, because when he first starts finding snuff films, it's like, well, look, they don't actually kill the girl because they watch one and they're sure it's real. Right. And then they watch another one a little bit later. It's like, no, look, it's the same girl. She just like she does fake snuff films. They're like, oh, okay, thank God. Right. And. But it's just it's just bizarre and it's this weird look into into uh, into kink and fetish and it's a weird look into stuff that rich people do just because they got enough fucking money to do it and just I, I it's a weird weird movie and I just I love it um, like I said if we get to honorable mentions and nobody says it I'll say the one that I bumped for it that's also like a thriller um, not at all similar but also a thriller a thriller but I know it's a great mean. movie. A lot of fun to watch. Very exciting. Um, eight millimeter, man. I, I dig it. No, I, I, it's an honorable it mention. It's an honorable mention for me. Oh, show the sequel of sixteen millimeter wasn't that good. No. Uh, bit different. Mm-hmm. Bit okay. different. I was, you know. uh, <laughs> all right. I, 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 did, I saw the I saw the I saw the third one. Super Eight could not follow <laughs> at all. <laughs> and none of the characters returned. Yeah. No, not a single one. I think it was supposed to be a prequel, but I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have eight millimeter. Um, David. What about David? Oh, he was first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, my number three is a uh, movie that's near and dear to my heart. I, I've seen this movie a lot. I saw it in theaters when it came out. Um, I just saw it recently, maybe two days ago, uh, again. And it wasn't even a preparation for this mountain. I've just honestly been just going. What I've been doing since we're in quarantine to the audience, we're, obviously we're all in quarantine. Uh, but um, since I've been, what I've been doing is every day I'll try to watch at least one movie. And then if I'm watching that movie, I do it in alphabetical order. So if today I watched uh, a movie that starts, you know, AI, tomorrow I'll watch Batman. And then I, so I'll start watching in alphabetical order. And I got to the, I got to this letter. And so my number three is Family Man is what my, what I picked. Chrissy called it. I fucking me. love. He goes, Neri's gonna movie. have this fucking movie on. <laughs> it's a great movie. I just love. I love that movie. It's uh, it it really is. It plays into. First of all, uh, uh you know, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a uh, bleeding heart romantic and shit. But um, I I love the fact that it plays into the what ifs and it plays into the, um, every action has has that ripple effect in your life. And would you regret any decisions that you made, even if it wasn't as glamorous as? what your life ended up being. And I, I thought it was fantastic. Don Cheeto was great in it. Uh, it's it just, uh, Tia Leone is fucking fantastic in it. And uh, it has a lot of quotable lines, but all the quotable lines are all cheesy romantic lines. Right? It's all about, you know, it's all about fighting, you know, being happy, being truly happy with who you are and what, what you've made in your life. And 
I love that line where um, you know he is a rich guy. So the premise is he's super rich. He he. It starts off with him and Ted Leone out of college. They they just gra- they're they're about to go to college or they're graduating college. I forget which it is. And um, he's flying out to to London to do a, a, an apprenticeship. And she tells him stay because I feel that if you leave, we're never gonna we're we're gonna break up. We're gonna end up breaking up. And he's like, I love you. Nothing could ever take me away from you. And then they fast forward whatever how many twenty years whatever it is and uh he's a bachelor super rich like he's in the world of finance and he's got all the money he's got a ferrari he's got this whole fucking thing uh but he's he just fucks random chicks you know just uh, he's, he's a bachelor he lives the life of a bachelor and he meets don Cheeto, which apparently is i i think he's like a guardian angel i think is that a is that a i don't I think he's i think he's supposed to be an yeah. angel yeah some they never really explain exactly what he is but they give he gives uh uh unwilling because he doesn't know don, uh, um nick cage doesn't know that this is gonna happen but don Cheadle gives him a quote a glimpse into what life could have been and and that's the quote is the glimpse and so when he wakes up the next morning he wakes up in a house full of uh, kids crying and telling saying like you go change the baby and this and that and all this and it's christmas and he doesn't know what the hell is happening he tries to go back to his place in new york nobody there knows him so it's this whole freaky friday shit that nobody's he doesn't know what the fuck is happening so he has you mean to adjust. this whole it's a wonderful life it's, it's, it's a wonderful <laughs> life like look how much worse your life would be yeah 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 so uh, he, i'm here he's explaining because i don't remember much of this movie as he's explaining i'm like you mean it's a wonderful life i don't know it is it's a wonderful I, life. I saw a wonderful life once uh ages ago and it's a wonderful life to me i it's I know like the 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 very famous scenes, but I don't recall what that movie. Like I'm like I don't ever it's, think about that movie. It's a Wonderful Life is a trash ass movie. Yeah, uh, but um, it, but yeah, no, it's 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 yeah, it's like it's a Wonderful Life except for yeah, it's almost like well, look at this one decision you made that I don't know. Maybe you would think this is a worse life. Yeah. All right, but here's here's one you would get, Nary, is uh, it's Flash World. Yeah. Yeah. Flash, flash point, flash point. I was gonna say, I, I yeah, know what you meant. You're drunk. You're drunk, buddy. I got, I got you. I got you. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Okay, I know flash point. I was like flash forward. Yeah, flash I know. Flash, I know. I speak flash drunk, point. David. Flash I guess forward. I have to rewatch it because I, I remember seeing this once and I was just like, okay. So yeah, this like will happen because I'm, a, I'm a hopeless romantic. So this is what happens when I saw this movie. I was maybe 18 or 19 when the movie first came out. Maybe 20. I don't think I was even that old. But I remember I was dating a girl who. Uh, was I was not in a good situation. I was dating a girl who was an awful human being. Um, and I remember watching this movie and thinking to myself, like, oh, like, the, I, I kind of thought to myself, oh, this is the way you're, it's a, you're supposed to feel this about a person. This is the way you're supposed to feel about a person and the way they're supposed to make you feel and the way you're supposed to make them feel. And I don't think this is happening in my current relationship. Okay. Uh, and and I, But I always remember, even from then, even from that point, thinking to myself, I love this movie because one of the lines that I was getting to is that he is at one point play fighting with her and she says to him, how do, you, how do you do it? And he goes, what do you mean? He goes, how do you look at me like you haven't seen me in years? How do you see, how do you look at me? And I love that line because, you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those movies where you got, you kind of, it, it reminds you to take a moment and, 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 and appreciate what you got. Because it's very easy for any one of us to just like live, go through life as, you know, repeating shit and not really kind of take a step back and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mother Roses, I guess, or however the fuck you phrase you it. You really are. Great, just a, 
big old sappy vagina. I am, dude. I am. Uh, I am. Uh, actually, sappy vagina would be closed shut. So that'd be that. That's a little weird. Uh, but uh, I, I <laughs> would it be weird. A sappy vagina. What is it? It's just clo- two closed lips. It was a sappy vagina, but it just it got sealed. Uh, but I, yeah, no, I, 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 I love that movie, man. I just do. I just it's romantic. I honestly, I honestly have nothing against this one, man. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't fault the pick. It's just, it's just the raw. Like, it, and like I said, the, the thing I'll keep saying, it's just, it's, it's, you know, not, not my hashtag, not my Nick Cage, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's a fine enough movie. It's not one I'll ever go back and watch again. I've seen it. It was all right. Yeah, Should've no, that's yeah. AC and watched Face Off instead of <laughs> FAM. Oh, he's got you there. Face Off would have come first. Face what? What? Face Off in the alphabet. FAC is first. It said you should have hit FAC before you hit. Yeah, F-A-M. but I've seen Face Off most. Re- I've seen Face Off recently. I like I, that's not a, oh, like okay. I, I've seen. You know what I mean, like I, I also didn't. I also didn't watch. Uh, there's a lot of movies that I could have watched. I'm like I'm not gonna. I didn't watch Avengers because I fucking just seen it. Like I, I, I get it. We could. We could just you know. But um, <laughs> Family Man. That's my my number three. So we got number threes. We got uh, Color Out of Space, Face Off, Eight Millimeter, and Family Man. Two rounds. Oh, no round. Eight. We're two rounds in and have eight movies. Wow. Yep. Wow. Round two. Dose, the sequel to Uno. All right, man. Uh, getting down to the nitty gritty here. What do we got for number two, Dave? All right. So my number two is uh, a fairly new one. I think it came out two, maybe three years ago. And uh, I've seen it. You say the Sorcerer's Apprentice. I'm going to punch you. Uh, oh, I fucking love the Sorcerer's Apprentice, dude. I rest my case, Your Honor. 13 no. years ago. No. Um, no, I, I've seen this movie. Oh, man, I really hope. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I've seen this movie uh, two, maybe three times now. And uh, I still can't get it out of my mind. And it's fucking Mandy. Okay. Oh, okay, I, yeah. Okay. That's an honorable, honorable mention. mention. I've never okay. seen it. Uh, were you thinking mom and dad? Yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna say mom and dad. That was the one yeah. that I was that I was holding on for was mom and dad. Uh, What's I Mandy? haven't seen that and I wanna see that. Oh. It's good. It's good. Oh, we'll get to an honorable mention. What's Mandy? Okay. Uh so, yeah, Mandy is, You would not um, like it. <laughs> I've, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. So Mandy is, Yeah, Dave, Dave, tell him what Mandy's about. I'll give you a million dollars if you can tell Okay, so Mandy is hold on, hold on. a story art house movie. I feel like you're I feel like you're about to say like have you ever seen Mahana Drive? Okay, it's like that, but more confusing. Like, I feel like you're about to yeah. say some crazy shit like that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, Before right, he so, explains it, just so you have a pre pretext, I watched it and then Dave saw it. And I go, I think I liked it, but I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so fucking weird, man. But it's one of those movies that just, like, you can't get it out of your fucking mind. Like, yeah, uh, it sticks with you. Yeah. It really, really does, and um, it's it's something that I, I I say about I end up choosing movies like that for these mountains, and so I say that often, and and, and Neri likes to make fun of me about it, but it, it really, really does. Wait, 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 it, wait. It, not just for that though. All right, we'll go ahead, continue. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like box uh, number two that I checked. Yeah. <laughs> but the um, movie's slow for like the first like forty five minutes of the movie. It's pretty, most part. Sl- it's pretty slow throughout, actually. I mean, but it, it picks up towards the end. Like, yeah. It does. does. Like, God, ramp, does. It, like drive angry level. Like, yeah. picks up. It's, I mean, Nick, Nick Cage goes full on Nick Cage in this movie. Uh, so, 
Yeah. <laughs> but but also it's it's very much like an art house movie where there's like beautiful cinematography, not an awful lot of dialogue. You're not exactly sure what's going on. Yeah, and it, it, it's like you're you're watching it for the art of cinema, but then at the same time there's these like ridiculously gory fight scenes which like are some of the goriest things I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Oh yeah, the, it's like it's like Japanese like levels of gore. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and if you're listening and wondering why Dave still hasn't explained what Mandy's about is because yep. you, you can't Yep. You you've yeah. got to just experience the movie without without sitting without this podcast becoming Dave explaining Mandy. I mean, you you, you, you could you could kind of boil it down to um, man has wife uh, abducted, man chases after wife. There we go. That's kind of a simple. Uh, the next uh, level of explanation is a shot by shot description. But yeah. yeah, I mean, outside of that, there's really not much more you can, can I get read? To can I read the goes the cage? Can I read the IMDb description of this movie? Please, no, man. <laughs> There's no way to understand what this movie is until you fucking. All right, see well, let, let uh, IMDb let IMDb take a crack, man. Um, the enchanted lives of a couple in, in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen, propelling a man into a spiral surreal rampage of vengeance. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds, sounds, that sounds good. I read it, and I don't know what the fuck I read. I got to be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck I just read. I'm like, I don't... What's, what's... The only reason why it makes sense yeah. is because we've seen the movie. Because we've seen it. If you've seen it, yeah. that description yeah. makes yeah, perfect yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like, uh, dude, Mandy, Mandy is a solid pick. It's just, it's so weird and so artsy yeah. and so out there. There are times when I'm watching Mandy where I'm just like, holy shit, this is still going. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, you said times? Like, like, you've seen this movie more than once? I've seen it twice. Okay. And, um, but it's <laughs> one, just like... One, the but, second time was to try to figure it out. Yeah, the second time was like, okay, now I'm not waiting to see... I know what's going to happen next, so I can really focus in and on this moment. It doesn't make that much of a not, difference. It, it never makes more sense than what you just read, Mary. But what I get out of repeated viewings, because I've seen it two or three times now, and what I get out of the repeated viewings is really just enjoying Cage's performance, uh, enjoying the special effects. The cinematography is absolutely stunning. And and the score is really great, very atmospheric sort of synthesizer stuff. It's, um, it, in a lot of ways, it's kind of like a throwback to 80s revenge movies, but yeah. it's it's also not. Yeah. It's, it's very it's very contemporary in a lot of ways too. I'll give you. It's oh. got a. It's got a spit on your grave feel, at times. Yeah, so I, I can yeah, see that. yeah, exactly. So it's uh, it's the ultimate grindhouse movie. Oh yeah, more so than grindhouse. Uh, <laughs> it's just. Right. I like the fact that they. Na- I like the fact that they named them a movie after oh, a fucking John Rod. Are we getting uh, well, no. uh the Rob Zombie fit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, the movie wasn't called Grindhouse. It was two individual movies called the Grindhouse Double Feature. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say it, but I didn't do the actually, guy. That was a great Dave impression, Devona. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, uh, Mandy. So, Mandy. All right. Uh, Jeff, what do we got for number two, man? 
So my number two is Werewolf Women of the SS from Grindhouse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> he was Fu Manchu. <laughs> um, so my number two, it, it's um, it's very much, it's, it's, it's an artsy film too, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and um, it's uh, going to be from 2000, and it is gone in 60 seconds. Table. That is that is also Art my number two. Table. Yeah, I was I was gonna do the setup of oh table. Let's go. Yeah, actually, no, not table. It's also my number. No, it's also my number oh, two. Oh, actually, no, no you're right. I, I just I just looked at my. Li- you're actually right. It's also my number two. It's oh, also yeah. my number two. <laughs> so yes, this movie. It, it when we were recording a couple last week, I think it was. It was on TV right before we were recording, and I rewatched it, and I said, "That's that's why that." conversation was prompted between you and I. Yeah. Yeah. And and it um gone in sixty seconds. It, it could have been my number one if it wasn't for the fact that to me number one is the best Nick Cage movie to me, in my opinion, hands down. Um well, but that, that's the way number one right should away. be. It should be your number one because it's the best <laughs> well, one in the four. Yeah. Well right. Funny. But that, but also then the bonus list is he's doing the mo- ridiculous cagey is not necessarily the best movie. Well his number one is clearly the best Nick Cage movie. So. Yeah, because well, it's obviously uh, an area number KG one. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, this is my number one. one. <laughs> it might be my number one. Um, so the thing is, it gone in sixty seconds. It's a remake of a seventy-four uh, film, but um, they really didn't copy any any scenes mm-hmm. except for like the last scene. That the fact that Eleanor was in Long Beach. That was like the only thing that they copied. Um, but it's just Nick Cage's Memphis Range, like oh, fucking. Man. Fucking name! It's such bro. a dope ass name, too. God damn, that name is so good. Like, and it, Memphis Rain. That is a rad name. And which leads to Chris Eccleston, who I freaking love as the fucking villain in this, with the lines just playing off of the names. It's like that. It's like when it rains, it pours. Like <laughs> one rains is as good as the next. When it rains, it pours. Yeah. Oh god. It's like oh, god. all the cast of characters: Angelina Jolie. Robert Duvall as like the, the vet, you know, the oh, vet. he's so good in this. Like, man. like you know, you got um, you know, uh, Scott Kahn, like Giovanni Ribisi is a little like it, the the cast is just phenomenal. Dave um, Chappelle they, is no, that's no, not him. no, that's, no, it's not Dave Chappelle. No, no, that's, that's Con Air. Dave Chappelle's in Con Air. Dave Chappelle wasn't. Yeah, Con he's Air. pinballing Con Air. You're pinball. right. That's what I was thinking. Um, and you know, uh, Timothy Oliphant is is the, mm-hmm. as the cop. Um, I love that. It, I love it, that it, scene where he's like, "Damn, he's fast!" And then the cop looks at him. He's like, yeah. "It's mostly the car. I, I, it's probably mostly the car." <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one that I like from him is that when that, in that final chase when Eleanor when they're going through the wharf and the cop car gets hit through the wall. He's like, "Are you all right?" Because you just went through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just jumps back in the car and takes off. But it's just the cars in this movie are, be- are yeah. beautiful. Like just yeah. the concept. Like it, it's got that soundtrack. That the music fits with every scene, and it's 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 something that I feel like it, it, there's a the premise to this movie is something that I feel like isn't taken advantage of enough in American cinema, which is you take two acts to just build to this one ridiculously frantic act three. Like, yeah, there's enough to keep you interested, and there's good dialogue and stuff like that, but. Really, the entire payoff of this movie is Act Three. Yeah, like, you've got just all. Of, it's fun to watch and to listen to him talk and to see all the stuff that goes into it. But the, the absolute where this movie earns every dollar I've ever spent on it, seeing it in theaters, owning it on DVD and yeah. Blu-ray, like is 
his act three is just phenomenal from the, the original plan, putting it into action to the way that they've got to change things. Um, the guy, he stinks in this movie. I almost called him bullet tooth Tony. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Vinnie Jones, like just the, the fucking the scene where they're stealing the Hummer and there's yeah. the snake in the back <laughs> and he just like grabs it and throws it on the cop yeah. car like as they go by, just ridiculous stuff it's like that. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun to watch. It it's a absolutely fantastic premise. I think we mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but there was a, uh, we had a, a long our one of our longstanding multiverse theories on what's good was that there's an alternate universe where only one Fast yeah. and Furious got made. <laughs> And Gone in 60 Seconds became a franchise where this group, where this group of car boosters become the people who start running, you know, covert ops for the That's government by stealing cars. Um, and it was absolutely a long-standing what's good theory because I do love this movie. It's yeah. so much fun to watch. Like you said, the cast is incredible. The one downside, Angelina Jolie's dreadlocks are just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 just bad. But um, other than it's more the color of the dreadlocks than anything else, maybe maybe I but, don't know. But and, it's, and it's so much won, fun to watch. And you got Vinnie Jones, at, right? They, yeah, they were blonde. Yeah, they were blonde. Yeah. And then you have like, Vinnie Jones at the end with the words of wisdom. Mm-hmm. That just everybody's like, hey, dude, I thought you were from Long Beach. But <laughs> like, my 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 favorite scene though is when. Um, it's not it's it's uh it's not Scott Kahn, but it's like his really skinny buddy. I can't think of his name. He shows up with the car and they're like, You boosted a car that's not even yeah. on the list? He's like, yeah. yeah, the keys were just in it. And he's like, Did you ever think that maybe if you stole a car in a neighborhood like that with the keys in it, it's because you'd have to be a fucking idiot to steal that car yeah. and pop the trunk <laughs> and it's just full of coke. And then the and then the detective comes <laughs> yeah. and they're making him rev the engine. And to blow the yeah, oh yeah. god, it's just such a great scene, like and it's the movie is so much fun. Little things, just the female car, the female names for the cars, oh, yeah. and just like uh, the the dog eating the keys. Just so many funny, yeah. great little things. I oh, I'm about God. to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just, it's, it's just, and then I exactly. love, I love just the duality of like the, the it's like the old squad and like them. Yeah, that, that they still have their techniques that work. When, uh, guys that when he, like, he's like has anybody seen the box of rubber gloves and he puts the fake fingerprints yeah. on him yeah it's like uh, Elvis is still alive or whatever it's and like, then, like ah. Donnie goes to the DMV and he's like no what are you doing I can look it up right here on the computer and it's <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's I just I just think it's it's such a fun movie like I yeah. never get tired of watching that yeah movie. no absolutely not I could watch this movie basically on a loop and everybody's got those lines, like those lines. And like I said, like, like when, when Eccleston, like when they're having the last fight at the end, that he's like, he grabs a chair and he goes, no, no, no. He goes, like, oh, that's right. You got a wood thing. And he like, <laughs> smashes. <laughs> like, I, I just, I just fucking, fucking adore that movie. But Neri, you haven't said anything. I know it's your number. I, no, story. it's just it's it's uh, everything you, you guys are mentioning. I don't want to talk over you guys. It's it's weird to the listener. It's weird. we're doing obviously uh, via phone, so it's difficult to tell when somebody's going to stop talking or not stop talking. So I don't want to cut somebody off, especially if you guys are already saying what I wanted to say. I'm like, no, no, that's it. Okay, yeah, that. Oh, and there's a, yeah, that scene too. That scene too. <laughs> I'm that's sorry. Correct. No, sorry, no, dude. but it's not. It's nothing to apologize for. That's everything. It's it's, it's true. It, it really is fucking great. I love. Um, to this day, I still. Whenever I see a, a dope ass car, I'm like, oh, bro, that's my that's my Eleanor. When you have that that fucking right. that holy gray of cars, like, oh, that's my Eleanor. I still have that to this day. It's, I love that fucking movie, dude. I I really do. There's uh there's the the villain is perfect. The fact that he's British is perfect. Everything is is just, I I love that movie. I didn't have a problem with Angelina Jolie's hair. 
They don't really care. They don't really care about it. But am, am I an asshole? Do I look like an asshole? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, just like the scene where they're they're waiting for that couple to go to sleep so they can steal the car. And they're oh just, my god! Like, yeah. They're just about to have sex, and she's basically riding the shifter and like, oh, forget yeah. about it, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that's chapter yeah. seventeen in the DVD. Uh, yeah, it's it's great, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, but I, yeah, it's my number two for that. All those reasons, man. It, it's it, it really is. Uh, uh, to me, um, that ensemble cast is great. The fact that this dude didn't talk throughout the whole movie, then at the end he lays his fucking soliloquy, yeah, and you're like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? And like, it's just fucking great, man. Um, yeah, but, and um, J.J. Abrams had to rewrite most of the script, actually. Huh. Believe it or not, huh. um, I just I found that out recently. Huh. Uh, that because there was some they were having a falling out with the director, the original writer, and then they brought him. And um, Jonathan Hensley, Hensley, that he's done. He, if you look at it, he, he, he was wrote the screenplay for Die Hard with a Vengeance. He wrote, oh, the best um, one. he wrote a bunch of stuff. Huh? Um, it's a Bruckheimer film, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's um, there were, they made seven Eleanor replicas, and they totaled five of them. I'm still Bruckheimer really upset. One. I'm still really upset that they fucking don't have a sequel to this movie. Like that movie, made, and it made money. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. even a fucking. Yeah, like yeah. I don't understand yeah. why would you not make a sequel to this movie? It's very easy to make a they sequel were- to this movie. He's now in the life. Like or he's now like you know whatever fuck. It's uh, yeah. everything at the end of the scene. The the last scene of that movie, they're all sitting around a picnic table. It seems like a fucking Fast and the Furious. All somebody right. needs to say is this is what life is about, family, and that's it. It's the whole the fucking familiar. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, man, you're just it's the same thing, just you know, good. Uh, wow, wow, so true, so true. Salute, Debona, Did you know Salute. that Timothy Oliphant was supposed to be Dominic Toretto? Um, so I've heard things along those lines, like uh, you know, honestly, if Timothy Oliphant had been Dominic Toretto, we might have been in the universe where Gone in sixty seconds became the franchise because it's Vin Diesel that put the damn thing on his back and made it right. keep happening. Well, they said that he said that he didn't want to do it because he did this, and he said it was too go. close. Yeah. So that's why he they gave it to Vin, they offered it so to Vin. That's 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 the universe split right there. We live in the right. universe where Timothy Oliphant said no to uh, <laughs> Fast and Damn it, Timothy! Um, so that was our all three of our number twos. Yeah. yeah. All, right. all right, I like it. What do we got I for like honorable it. mentions? You got anybody got a computer? Because I can't. I'm using my phone. Uh, yeah, so I, I got you right here. All I right. got it on my phone. So what do we got for honorable mentions? We got uh, on uh, the Facebooks. All right. Well, let me get to the Facebook. Sorry. Um, okay, Geekmore. Um, Diego has from four to one. Conair, The Rock, National Treasure, and Face Off. Honorable mentions to National Treasure two. It could happen to you. Gone in sixty seconds. Fast Times, which. He wasn't in it that much, if I remember Fast Times. I think he had like a bit part. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, fun fact, uh, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, in the credits, he's actually credited as Nicholas Coppola. It was before he it was before he had the the uh, stage name Nick Nick Cage. Oh, I am okay. uh, I, I saw that movie for the first time like two months ago. And I don't recall him in that fucking movie. So it's gotta be a He bit was one of, he was one of the burnouts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, John Evans has Raising Arizona, Peggy Sue Got Married, The Rock, and Face Off. Chris Garcia has The Croods, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, fuck the Croods. I love The Croods. Dude, I love The Croods. I love The Fucking Croods. Such a good pick. I'm waiting for their. They're making a sequel, by the way, The Bone Up, FYI. Are they? Yeah. 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 I love that fucking Crude movie. Croods 2, Electric Boogaloo. 
<laughs> uh, honorable mentions to face off National Treasure, 8mm, and The Family Man. Carlos Navarrete has National Treasure, Gone in 60 Seconds, The Rock, Face Off, Honorable Mention to Con Air. Um, Brian Conran has Frozen Ground, which I want to see that because I didn't even know that was a movie. Uh, National Treasure, Gone in 60 Seconds, Con Air, Honorable Mention to It Could Happen to You. Andrea of Villafana has City of Angels, Gone in 60 Seconds, Con Air and The Rock. Honorable Mentions to Guarding Test. Quills has Con Air, 8mm, Gone in 60 Seconds, and Face Off. Uh, Frozen Ground's got John Cusack, by the way. I haven't seen it, but I- I've heard mixed things about it. Okay. Right, which one? I mean, the only one that I like is uh, Frozen Ground. I want On Deadly Ground with Eskimo Steven Seagal. It should be our next mountain, by the way. <laughs> Native American um, Steven Seagal. Inuit. No, Inuit. Yeah. Oh, is he Inuit? Which is the one where he's a Native yes, American? Eskimo. Which is the one where he's a Native American? Is that not... No, in, in, in on, de- on, on Deadly Ground, he plays an, an Inuit and, and, that yeah. wears frilly jackets. No, but there's another one where he wears frilly jackets and he's a Native American, not an Inuit. I know because uh-huh. I, I saw those both those movies. I know whatever we could do a cigar <laughs> mountain and it'd be fucking hilarious. But go ahead, let's, yeah. Let's um, <laughs> and so that was no, that was it for the geek more. All right, what about my page? All right, Dave, uh, why don't you I start going? Got your page right here. Um, oh, there we go. Suarez. Oh, and Jemaya got his list in right now. Yeah. I just saw it pop up. Uh, that's amazing. So uh, Suarez said uh, the Rock Con Air face off. And Vampire's Kiss. There's, There's all three of them. That's the one that I thought the Bono was going to have. <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. And I was, of course, Suarez picked that. But, it's the fucking worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, in my dude, Vampire's life. Kiss. It's, it's terrible. Like, even even as being a Nick Cage movie, like, it's Suarez not even of fun movie. to watch. Uh, it's an honorable mention to National Treasure, Gone in 60 Seconds, Kick Ass, and uh, Horse Valley Girl. Uh, so just do the IMDb list. That's what that one was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jason Santiago put uh, The Rock on a 60 Seconds Face Off in Con Air. Uh, Jemiah Leonard put National Treasure, The Rock, Face Off, Raising Arizona. Honorable mention to uh, Kill Chain, Con Air, and Lord of War. Kill Chain? That, that's Never a newer one. Heard of it. Lord of War. Shout out to Jemiah for yeah, the only yeah. one that put Lord of War, the only one. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. Honorable mention. I'll take it. All right. Uh, Your Sam's Comedy has three on it. I just read three. No, but none of the people that you named were the ones that were on Neary Science Comedy. I read Neary Science page. Okay. Well, oh, I'm reading Neary you, Science Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Neary which Science. is a different page. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, go, go read that fucking page, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do whatever you want, man. Christian Caldezillas has Raising Arizona, Bringing Out the Dead, 8mm, and Kick-Ass. Wow, somebody like Bringing Out the Dead. Okay, um... <laughs> As Valley Girl, Wicker Man, Wicker. Mm. Oh, this list is invalid. Wipe this list off the planet. Get that out of here. Sorry to whoever came up with that one. Jason Pujol has Wicker Man is a dumpster fire. Come on. A literal fire. (laughs) Jason Pujol has Kick-Ass, Lord of War, Ghost Rider, and 8mm. Okay. He only eats the red jelly beans. All right. Uh, so hold on. Before we get to our honorable mentions, do you guys want to stop the call now? Because we're at an hour and twenty-two minutes plus whatever time that we took before. Yeah, we listen, man. Uh, the the time limit was supposed to be an hour and twenty minutes, 
and uh, I actually Googled it right before uh, we hit an hour and 20, and uh, all the information I read, aside from what I had read earlier, said uh, that it was just lifted. There's no limit at all. So let's, I say let's keep going. All right. Perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was I was on one earlier that was supposed to have the 40-minute time limit, and all of a sudden I got a window that said group leader has expanded this to unlimited minutes. So. Okay. Good. All right. We're all good. I'll make sure to edit this yeah. fucking conversation. All right. Uh, cool, cool, cool. So, honorable mentions. Dave, what do you got for honorable mentions, man? Uh, all my honorable mentions were mentioned uh, already. Good. Uh, Jeff, what do you got for honorable mentions? Kick ass. Something kick, I'd like to do right now. Kick ass is fucking great. I love kick ass, man. It's like I think. Oh my god! It would have been. By the way, Nary introducing me to it. It it would have been it would have been great to have uh, a uh, kick ass. I know they had a sequel to Kick Ass, but they it just I feel like if they would have had a prequel or something, I don't know what the fuck. I, but that movie's great. You I want a big it. daddy movie? Yeah, yeah, dude, I want a big daddy movie, dude. That's really what I want. If I'm being honest, but they they kind of gave us that within another movie. They gave us a big daddy movie yeah. within another movie, so you can't really do it again. But it's great, man. I love that movie. Good pick, man. Uh, Jeff, what do you got? Um, I've got Guarding Tess, Con Air, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, which I watched earlier today, and it's such a depressing. <sighs> oh my god! Movie, but Elizabeth so good, is so fucking hot in that movie. Yeah, she did. That's it's like so good. But it's so depressing, yeah. man. Like it's just like I said. Like my list is like, man, let's 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 crush a case and just watch yeah, movies right. all fucking day. Like, dude, you watch Leaving Las Vegas and your day is over. You're bro. over. Just go take a depression nap. You're done. I tried man. watching. I messed up. I tried watching Bringing Out the Dead in January for the first time. I had never seen it, and it, maybe December, yeah. like right after The Irishman came out, I was like, "Oh, let's um, let me watch all the Scorsese movies that I haven't watched it, and there are not many left." And I watched Bringing Out the Dead. I got through like, I'd say three quarters of it. I got through like an hour and ten of it, and I was like, "I don't, I don't give a fuck about these people." Like, I just this is so depressing. So I can't even imagine leaving Las Vegas because that's another one that's known as a very fucking darkly depressing. He, he literally goes to Las Vegas to die, kill himself drinking to death. Yeah. Like that's what the he, premise of the movie. Is. No, I know. Yeah, like, and he just hires Elizabeth Hooker, Elizabeth Shue to keep him from having to do it unsexed. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Right. Um, and then my last pick, which um, Neri he's gonna give it, give me shit about, but it's Raising Arizona. Um, I rewatched it this afternoon. I think it's funny. Oh, did you know you got a panty on your head? <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of raising Arizona, but to have it as an honorable mention, I wouldn't give you shit about that. It's an honorable mention. That's okay. what that's what they're there for. That's like you know, it's, it's kind it's, of throwaways. It's fine. It's a fun movie. I, it's one of the few Cohen movies I can actually stand. Um, I'm not mm -hmm. a huge Cohen Brothers fan. Um, brothers, um, you do or you don't. I do. No, no, yeah, he story checks out. Uh, <laughs> uh, nobody does. It's true. Like he likes the arch. Like, I get it. As a kid, that movie was on uh, Raising Arizona was on on loop in my house for a long time. Like for a long time, I watched that movie a lot as a kid. I grew up th no thinking that I liked that movie because I I watched it so often as a kid. And then I watched it again maybe six months ago. Like I try to watch it. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I and I haven't seen it in decades. And then I I put it on. And I am not a Coen Brothers fan at all. With that said, right. I didn't know when I was a kid that this was a Coen Brothers movie, so I didn't fucking know. Right. So I rewatch it now, again, not knowing that it's a Coen Brothers film, and I'm like, I don't, 
there's a lot of like I, there's I, I do find some scenes funny i don't you're right there are some scenes that are funny um but it's just it's i don't know it's just not it's it's like an artsy funny and and if anybody knows me i'm a dumb guy funny and uh so <laughs> i I, I just uh but i again as an honorable mention i think this is where it should be to go i should go on an honorable mention i think that's that's great that's a good that's a yeah good and it's call. the first move one of two movies he did with william Forsythe, which we will probably talk about later um but hold, <laughs> uh, hold. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh are we just right, gonna so, say number ones at the same time guys are we just right, gonna wait, wait wait we gotta do honorable mentions buddy uh, no, uh i know i know okay. no i'm not saying right now yeah. i'm saying when it happens debono what's your honorable mention um, okay, so uh, and like I said, I know leaving Las Vegas is really depressing, but the honorable, the depressing honorable mention that I have is bringing out the dead. It's fucking bizarre and it's really depressing and it's weird, but I, I do enjoy. I've seen bringing out the dead twice. It's not something I'm going to throw on anytime soon, but um, it's it's a weird movie that that's that's it's, it's I don't I don't even say it's an enjoyable watch, but it's a good movie. It's just can be tough to get through. Um, <clears throat> I got two more that haven't been mentioned yet. Mom and Dad, which we talked about for a second ago from 2017, which is just fucking cuckoo bananas, like just bonkers off the wall. It's uh, okay. So have you ever seen The Happening with Marky Mark? Yeah, of course. Okay. So it's like The Happening, except um, parents start killing their kids. Okay. And, um, and that's Go the, on. the movie. It's like, it's like <laughs> so one day, one day, like a bunch of static comes over the TV and stuff, and, and parents start killing their kids, and it's just bizarre. Like that's the whole concept of the movie. It's very weird. It's uh, it's exciting. It's it's a thriller. It's Nick Cage doing like a subdued version of being really cagey. It's like an older, like I'm a dad now, but I used to be Nick Cage and. I have a question. It's I have a weird. question. Do the parents yeah. just kill their own children or do all adults kill all children? No, just parents kill their own children. And that's it. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, like, once you've offed your own kids, like, you're good. All right. Yeah, yeah you can make more. It's not fucking crazy. It's, <laughs> it's super weird. It's super weird, but it's a fun watch. Um, I enjoyed it. And then, uh, like I said, we've talked about some of the others that got bumped for one reason or the other, but the one that I bumped for 8mm because I kind of put it in the same genre of being a thriller is Snake Eyes. I, I knew, I knew, I knew that was going to be. I, know, look, I thought that was going to be on your list. It's I, the Phantom look, Punch. I know, of, I yeah. know the the only reason Snake Eyes didn't make my list is because I brought it down to I was only going to pick Snake Eyes or Eight Millimeter. Um, okay. I know a lot of people shit on Snake Eyes. Um, it's Brian De Palma, David. I, I think it's pronounced Cope or Kep. Uh, wrote wrote it. He's the same yeah. guy who wrote yeah. Jurassic Park and, and a bunch of other stuff. It's a well it's a well put together movie that's a lot of fun to watch. I'm not saying that all of the acting is that in, in it is incredible or anything like that, but Gary Sinise um and, and Nicolas Cage just both chewing scenery just constantly and um and essentially what's a conspiracy movie uh is it's just a lot of fun. So I couldn't put Eight millimeter and Snake Eyes both on my list. So it's eight millimeter on the list and uh, Snake Eyes on Audible. Right. I like it. Uh, yeah, I actually like prefer Snake Eyes over eight millimeter. To be honest, I never finished watching eight millimeter because it was again. I, this is ninety nine, so I was like seventeen years old, and I was like, I this is too like it was just too much for me. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I like Snake Eyes. Uh, I'm not, a, you know, yeah. Uh, my honorable mentions are I got a few here. Are Drive Angry that we talked about? Yeah. Uh, Face Off, Con Air. Uh, we've talked about those, but uh, the ones I want to talk about are City of Angel, City of Angels, because um, okay. any movie that gives us Google Goo dolls. And I don't want the world <laughs> to see me. Cause I don't think that they'd understand This Jesus podcast Christ. has been demonetized uh, <laughs> Such a fucking great I mean, I love that movie It was either gonna be Family Guy or City of Angels And to be honest with you, City of Angels didn't have a chance Against Family Man uh, But I just, I, I do I'd rather enjoy City of Angels It really is sad no. and depressing, but in the best way possible God damn, like, you, so earlier you said, you know, like, that was the movie where I learned to twist the knife. Dude, City of Angels was the movie that taught me what it felt like to have a knife twisted, dude. <laughs> like, the end of that movie, I was like, oh, no. Look up! Almost, look oh up! There's God. a truck! I, look up! <laughs> I so wanted to pretend that I didn't give a shit about City of Angels the whole time I was watching it. She's on that bike, and I was like, oh, God, no! <laughs> that was so <laughs> I was a great, I love, I, that shit was, and that was sexy as shit when she was like, describe what a peach tastes like to me. Like, describe what it tastes like. And then she turned the tables when they were having sex and he was like, describe what this feels like. I'm like, oh shit, that's fucking dope. But I, I, I like this movie, dude. I, I, I like City of Angels. Um, I like the fact that he, you know, he literally fell for her. Like, that's a fucking great metaphor. And, and From heaven? Yeah, he fell for he fell for her because in order to not be an angel, you have to fall. Fall from anything, a right. window, a belt. Yeah, right. So he fell. And it was, I was fucking great, man. I thought it was great. Um, uh, uh, Dennis, I was it France, Fra France, whatever the fuck his name is. France, I've always said France. France, yeah, he was great in it too, man. He was fantastic. Um, it's, so that like, one, like I said, I I want to pretend like I can shit on that pick, but <laughs> I, I can't. Like I can't. Like, like you said, it's an honorable mention before. Like if you put it on your list right now, I would rail you, but. As an honorable mention, man, I can't fight that. That fucking movie, dude, it, it gets me. I, I am mad at it. I, I haven't seen it in forever, so I might just fucking watch it tomorrow. I might might go back to the seas uh, on that one. Um, so that's <laughs> it, man. Uh, that's uh, those are my uh, honorable mentions. All right, time for our number ones. Round one. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. All right. So, uh, Dave, what do we got? What do we got for number one, Dave? What's your number one? Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's uh, The Rock, man. That's The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's unanimous number one. It's right? unanimous yeah, number one. This yeah. has not happened in a very long time. When was the last time Here this happened? I don't remember, but that's why I said, why don't we all just say number one at one yeah. time? Because I knew we were all going to, like, if you didn't have this, I, right. I don't know if I could be friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. God. This is oh. basically the best fucking Nick Cage movie that was ever made. Yeah. yeah oh, dude. Not, not just that. It is one of the best action movies of the 90s. Oh. Uh, oh. Without a doubt. It's yeah. so good it's, that it's a I, Michael Bay movie that David likes. Oh, uh, like uh, 100%. I legit love. This is Rock. Michael Bay's favorite movie that he did. Because it's the only it's good one he did. False. Let's not say only. False. Let's just say the best. 
Yeah, There's, he has a lot of really good ones too. But yeah, he did Transformers three, sir. Conversation for another day, but I ain't mad at Dark of the Moon. Right? I, that's what I'm saying. Thank you, thank you, Demona. I've said that for a long time. I'm like, Dark of the Moon was actually good. Part two is the one that's shit. One, one, one is great, and three is good. Yeah, there okay. we go. I'll, I'll give you that. that. That's that's my exact feeling. Also, he yeah. had he also right, he anyway. made Pain and Gain, which was fucking phenomenal. So oh. Painting Gate is fucking hilarious. But I back to the rock. Welcome to the rock. This, this, this oh, movie is one of Sean Connery's best movies. Godspeed. That's the thing. The, the three the three main guys in this movie, when you're looking at Sean Connery, Ed Harris, Nicolas Cage, all of them give absolutely defining performances, right? You it's you Sit guys. Down, <laughs> Nick Nick Cage is the geeky science guy to Sean Connery's like super smooth international criminal badass to Ed Harris is like maybe he's not even the bad guy antagonist right. role. It's it's so much more than just a surface level Michael Bay action flick because when you're done with this movie, if you still think that Ed Harris is the bad guy, oh, then yeah. probably we can't be friends. Right. You know? Like it's, it's and Dave Chappelle's great in this too, Debona. <laughs> <laughs> he was a rocket man. <laughs> that was Tony Todd. I know, uh, I know, it, but just you know, yeah, Debona yeah. thinks no, all black guys look the same, so you gotta. Yeah. Look, yeah. I just it when when this movie's all like if 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 I were like a single guy who when I die someday like a tombstone or like an inscription on something wouldn't matter to like my kids, there is. A zero percent chance that it would not say losers always try their best. <laughs> Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Because that is my favorite quote in the history of movies. It's so good. There's so many. There's like, so many in this movie. I'll take pleasure in gutting movie. you, boy. Fucking yeah. great. That might be my favorite one. No, yeah. my mine's still the Oh, do you listen to Elton John? I don't listen to soft ass shit. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, 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 it's you. You're the rocket man. <laughs> but no, just, and then at the beginning when this girl's riding him on the roof and she's like, do you like the pigtails? Maybe he goes, naughty. Very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking good, man. But just, and just everybody turns, like, this is one where I did step away from it being like the Nick Cageiest role to just being an overall amazing film. But his scene, like, when uh, when he's when they're dearming when they're disarming the bomb in like the ventilation chamber and it goes off, they hand him the giant needle. Like, you want me to stab this in my heart? Dreaming <laughs> about the giant needle. Like he's definitely got those moments where the manic Dick Cage shines through. But God damn, this movie is just so good. Anytime, if I ever run into somebody and somehow this movie comes up and they haven't seen it, I'm like, buckle up, big guy. Yeah. Because Wait, what I'm about to do hold on. is give you a shot-by-shot -shot description of the movie The Rock. Yeah. Real, real quick, he he was was he the one that, that said that line? I thought it was the other guy in the, in the chamber with him that yelled, you want me to stick this in my heart? Yeah, I thought it was, it was the other guy. No, yeah, oh, it was, it the, was other the other guy, yeah. wasn't it? I'm going to go design Roach Motels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just... But, so, Notwithstanding, like I said, he still does a great job with it. So he, he does. He does get kind of Nick Cagey, though. I, I I always think about that uh, that line with the uh, glass or plastic, glass or plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Funny enough, one of the I think most iconic scenes in that movie, the car chase, wasn't oh, in the original oh, film. Oh God! So they, good. no, they showed the movie to uh, uh, early audiences, early screenings, and. 
everybody said the same complaint that the, there was a huge hole in the middle there at the beginning. And Michael Bay went back and was like, all right, well, let's do this car chase. And that's where you get the trademark Michael Bay, like swing shot of yeah. like the camera underneath him. And it's one of the best ones, like the wind's blowing yeah. his jacket, yeah. like just perfectly. And the camera swings down underneath him while he's looking around trying to find Sean Connery. Ah, forget it. Dude, and forget about it. It's incredible. Schwarzenegger was supposed to be Mason. I I disagree. I think it would have worked. However, this works better. This works better, (laughs) but I still think Schwarzenegger would have done a good job. I I didn't say it wouldn't have worked. I said it wouldn't have worked nearly as well. I don't think it would have worked, period. I straight up said it wouldn't have worked at all. I heard heard you guys say that. I mean, Schwarzenegger makes anything work. But sure. you, you're you're like Kevin Smith saying that Ben Affleck could play the shark in Jaws with Schwarzenegger. That's what you he and can do. Yeah. He could play the shark yeah. in Jaws. He could play the shark. He could totally play the shark in Jaws. If the It'll shark, yeah, you, you get it's it's like a great it's like an older shark where he's like he's like a veteran. He's like been beat up and like he's now making a comeback. Yeah, yeah, he could be the with shark. The, why can't you be the shark? Yeah. Why he be the shark? He, the shark that yeah, has a drinking problem. Yeah, yes, he, he could be that. He this, could be the shark. <laughs> but this movie. Insanely quotable, like the action scenes are spectacular when they're coming up through the the shower floor and oh, everything. And oh, yeah. Ed Harris's people basically turn the shower into a kill box. Like, yeah. just it's just it's just incredible. Like I said, down to the absolute fact that at the end of it, you're like, there were no bad guys. Like there, there was a protagonist and an antagonist. But oh no, there was a, there was a couple bad guys. guys. There was a couple bad guys. Yeah, there were. Yeah, I'm saying, I mean, there were bad guys, but not like the bad guy that they presented us. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. And that that fight scene that Nicolas Cage has with the with the dude that when he puts the the one ball inside his In mouth, his mouth. And oh, him. yeah. And, you know, like oh my well, god. It's I'm just, talking about the 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 little green um was it VX gas? VX gas. Yeah, VX nerve gas. Um. Right from the beginning, they set up like how high the stakes are. I remember watching that movie for the first time and being like, "Oh God, what the fuck?" When you see, you know, what's going on inside the yeah. tape that's just been closed off, I was like, "Oh, we play with some next level shit." Here. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's, it's just such a fucking great movie as it a whole. Is. It's just there, there's there's not a down moment. There's not a line misdelivered. It's 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 a it's a just perfect. It's a perfect like popcorn bro flick, right? Like this is just so much fun to watch. Like it's untouchable in that aspect. If, if you if you didn't have Nick Cage kneeling down with the flares as your screensaver, at some point, did you really watch <laughs> uh, The Rock screensaver? That's my back <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> just <Nick> please <laughs> get that. Just, <laughs> with the flare, just uh. that's such a good movie. I love that movie in so many. Like, in such a good way, dude. I Bobby love that. I love that when he was getting a when he was getting a haircut. That whole thing when he was getting a haircut oh. and the fucking yeah, oh, it's a grunge thing. Him. And he's like, I just want to know, are you happy with your haircut? Like that's <laughs> <how> he, <laughs> It's fucking great. He, like, and w- just w- watching Sean Connery, like when he's just like pulling out like the clothesline, like and stuff. Yeah. When he's in the shower, just watching him put together that whole scenario <laughs> so he can escape. When he sharpens the quarter with the chair leg, like just ah, uh, uh, forget about it. It's good, man. It's I, I, great. I, I, I'm glad that we all agree. Yeah. 
at the amazingness of this movie. I lo- I love the and then the comedy and the, so, that one scene where they they first go into the prison they they first take over Alcatraz, and he was like, "Why didn't you? Uh, why didn't you take your gun out?" And he goes, "We're not allowed to have guns." And he goes, "I got a gun. I would have brought my gun from home if I would have known this shit would have happened." So fucking good, man. So good. Oh, and the, you just reminded me now of the trolley operator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, man. This movie didn't miss. I, I, I fucking love this movie. Uh, again, watch it often. Uh, so uh, this is really. Yeah. This, like you said, this is a, a Michael Bay movie. Even David, like, anytime anybody's like, oh, fuck Michael Bay. I'm like, have you seen The Rock? Because I yeah. need you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like. It's great, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. All right. So we got, um, so for number one, we have The Rock. <laughs> All right. And that is it. Uh, so, <laughs> so Final Mountain. Our mountain. Uh, f- final mountain we're going to have All of the characters from The Rock Are Final Mountain It's just <laughs> Nick Cage, Sean Connery Ed Harris And then the dude with the, bo- the, the pink The green liquid coming out of his mouth <laughs> and, yeah, and, the guy, and a melted face yeah. <laughs> Alright so for the final mountain we have The Rock And Gone in 60 Seconds Because those were the only two movies that got duplicated uh, So after that It's uh, dealer's choice for any of you guys Whatever you guys want to pick I'm alright with any of because again, we've like it's been said before already multiple times on this podcast. It's it, you know Nick Cage movies. They go they fucking have this wide range of you know. Yeah. Real quick, shout out to everybody who didn't put Weatherman on their list. I love and appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't think it was, it was a good movie either. But it wasn't a bad movie. I don't think it was. It was very. Think it was a bad movie. Yeah, well, you think Drive Angry is a bad movie, so therefore your opinion really, really, what are you gonna do? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Oh, okay, if, I'm sorry. If if we're if yeah, we're if you can't rain, love a movie where the guy's fucking and shooting people at the same fucking time, you know what? I, do, I don't know. We gotta question our fucking friendship, my friend. We gotta question our friendship. I thought we were together. I thought we. Were, um, I thought we had something, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as Final Mountain goes. Uh, I wouldn't be upset to see Family Man make it. I think that it shows some range to the mountain. It's uh, it's it's a far cry from at least the other two that have made it so far. If, if, if Face Off doesn't make it and Family Man makes it, I'm going to be kind of. I just, but, but you can't. You're going to put uh, Face my, Off and The Rock. It's the same fucking movie, that, dude. That's my thing. Face Off, The Rock, and Con Air. I feel like you've got to pick between those three. Then I'm going to throw out National yeah. Treasure because I think it's completely outside the box for him. I would, and, yeah. I would say, I think if we go The Rock, Gone in 60 Seconds, Family Man, National Treasure, right? We've got like the big action movie. We've got the fun, you know, fast movie. We've got the family movie. We've got the, the I don't know if it's a rom-com or whatever, but we've got the Tugs at Neary's Heartstrings movie. <laughs> it doesn't just tug at my heartstrings, motherfucker. You watch that movie. Watch that movie. You know what? I bet you you watched that movie before you were a dad. Watch that movie now that you're a fucking dad. Tell me it doesn't tug at your heartstrings, motherfucker. Tell me you're a robot, you're, Dan. You're, no, you're probably right. You're probably right. I, I, I'm mad at you. You're probably right. He looks at that little girl. When that little girl fucking sees his face and she goes, there you are. There's my daddy. God damn it, man. God damn it. <laughs> No, that little girl. Oh. I, that little girl, not for nothing, no bullshit. That little girl acted her fucking ass off. I'm not a big fan of child actors, but that little girl acted her fucking ass off in that scene. I was like, oh god damn, this shit got real. But yeah, Nas- National Treasure didn't make my mountain, but I mean, it's. it's I'm a, okay it's with putting National Treasure in the in, a, in the yeah. National Treasure is a good that. movie, dude. 
And and like I said, if I had to go with a sappy Nick Cage movie just to like I said put some range in the mountain and feel like we're showing everything he can accomplish, Family Man's going to be the one I'm going to go with. I second that. Mandy. I second. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm interested in seeing Mandy. I'm interested in seeing. You should I, watch it. I want to know. I really it. think you should. Dude, so I want man. you to explain it to the three of us. So Je- and then we're going to get Jeff. back on one of these. We're going to we're going to do, do an additional episode. It's like addendum to the Nick Cage movie. Jeff, qu- the real Nick Cage quick. Mountain. Here's Neary explaining Mandy. Which is a weirder movie, Mandy or um, Sorry to Bother You? Or what? You're, you broke sorry up. Sorry to Bother You. No, oh, Mandy. Mandy's weirder. Yeah, Mandy's sorry to bother gorier. you. Yeah, because sorry to bother you is more eclectic and and like uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Debonum, but it's more like an eclectic, like hipster e kind of movie yeah. versus Mandy, where it's just uh, a la crazy, psychotic. Yeah, just. Sorry to bother you. Didn't have the art house feel that Mandy had. Oh fuck, right. Jesus! I I, I totally to, felt like I, I was I felt like I was in a normal movie, and then it, there was a, a switch that went off, and I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" What oh, happened? Oh, is such it, a great. Oh, sorry. I know that's a tangent, but goddamn, that moment was. <laughs> Mandy, Mandy is like you. You found a toad and you licked it, and then you started watching the movie. Yeah, Mandy did LSD just to add to it more. All right, yeah. so what what are we gonna go with? What what so are we gonna go with? I think, Family I, Man? think I like. I'll go. I'll go with you guys. I never. I haven't seen that movie in like ten years, twelve years. So I can't. But if Debona and you have spoken highly of it, so if you guys want to do it and Dave's okay but with I like it. National Treasure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely think National Treasure should be up there. I definitely think that's a, that's yeah, a but I, movie. I think I think that all of us kind of, you know, for the most part, we all, for the most part, we strayed away from National Treasure because it's just such an easy one to snag and put on there. But I think that also it would be a misstep to not put it on there because it's huge. I mean, all right. Yeah. So, uh, final mountain we have The Rock, Gone in 60 Seconds, National Treasure, and Family Man. All right, man. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. I'm trying to keep this under two hours uh, because uh, it would be the first one in three weeks that we've done within uh, two hours <laughs> because, you know, we talk. Uh, anyways, so make sure, uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Make sure you guys check out the other podcasts on the Geek Pro Network that include Daniel DeBono's uh, YouTube channel called What You Got. Uh, also, follow, uh, also on there is the What so bro podcast uh, affectionately called woo bro uh comedy fitness better let me tell you uh the layer uh childlike at best um uh so uh, with mike vidal uh, valdez i'm sorry mike valdez and uh and so and then check out that geekbro.net so that's what i wanted to get to geekbro.net uh anything else you guys want to promote um i the bone i'm gonna cover you because um melissa just posted a list uh, Melissa DeBona just posted a list on. Oh, Air. that's my mom. Yeah, she's she's the reason I'm a huge Nick Cage fan. So she she did a list: uh, Con Air, Drive Angry, National <laughs> Treasure, and Kick Ass. Great list, man. Love you, Mama. That's a great. List. You know, you want to you want to, dude. I would love the fact. Like, I'm so jealous of the fact that your mom has seen a Nick Cage movie, much less fucking for them to be putting on them. My mom doesn't speak English. Like, she wouldn't know who the fuck Nick Cage is. So I would just sure, love Mandy. Watch I, Mandy with her. I would, I would just love for my mom to be like, oh, you know which ones I love? Like, what the... F-? Like, it would just throw me out of fucking... Like, what? Uh, that's beautiful, She's man. You're gonna throw out Captain Corelli's mandolin. You know that, right? I, oh, straight up. Also, thank you to nobody putting Bad Lieutenant, no Captain Corelli. I appreciate all of you. You have my heart. Check out what you got show on YouTube. <laughs> all right, man. Thank you guys for checking us out. That's how uh, lists are made. <laughs>